Before I read the email, today I received two pictures that actually describe the tremendous achdos and camaraderie that we have in the shir. The first picture comes from a wedding of Rabbi Yankel Schoenberg on the right that was in England and Rabbi Nard David as a guest, two old chaver that are tremendous parts of the shir. The other picture, they don't have the white beards and the black hats, two balabatim, the colored shirt, Mati Middeldorf from Ramah Chemish, who went to America and he decided when he's there to go visit someone who's never met in his life but he knows him through the shir, Mark Ashkenazi, and they sat in the shoes for over two and a half hours. Tremendous achtos, and it brings the Rebbein Shalom, tremendous matanachas. The first email, or the only email today, is from Aaron Kessley, says, my brothers, Binyamin Eliezer, as well as my father, have been part of the MDY for a while. Binyamin has made every effort to get me involved. During Pesach, I went through some of the YouTube shroom and I really jumped in with the free Yuma that was sent to me. Since joining the MDY family, I've purchased the Arshko Shas. And my 14-year-old son, Yaakov, has kept up with the Dav since Dav base. So the entire family, grandchild, his children, it's unbelievable. So, besides all that, I've been a Cherry Brachas the other night. And during one of the day retire when the person tied the parish of the Yuma, which I was able to re- relate, which gave me a tremendous sense of pride. And he says, before joining MDY, I last learned Gemara in high school, 20-some odd years ago, Aaron Kessler, building manager, Yeshiva of Central Queens. Unbelievable. Shkoyach, Reb Aaron. So Yuma Dachmem, hey, Rav Chizda says that there are seven types of gold. One is called Zahav gold. Then there's Zav Taiv, Oifir, Mupaz, these are all in the Pesukim. Paz, similar to a gem. It shines like a gem. Shachut, it's like a chut, like a string. It's very thin. You can make clothing out of it for the Kangalo. Sagar, closed. It closes all the stores. Once somebody sells this, nobody else could sell gold. Parvayim, it has the color of a par, of a bull, of the blood of the bull. Ravashi says, let's take off Zav and Zav Taib, and we're left with five. Mupaz, Eifer, Shachut, Sagar, and Parvayim. But in each one of the five, there are two types. There's regular Zav, the simple one, and the Zav Taiv, that when you put it in a fire, it's going to stay the same weight. In the Mishnah, it says, every day during the year, they used yellow shovels for the coals. But in Yom Kippur, they used the red one, which is the Parvayim, which is the highest quality of gold. Every day of the year, the Ktairis is very fine, because it says in the positive, But in Yom Kippur, it's Dakum and it's finer than fine. Because it says in the Pasuk, you have to throw through the grinder one more time. The Mishnah says, every day the coin goes up the ramp. On the right side of the ramp, which is the eastern side of the Mizbeach, when he gets to the top of the ramp, he makes a right turn. You should always turn to the right when you're performing the Avaida. On Yom Kippur, the Kayin Gadol goes right down the middle of the ramp because of the Kavad of the Kayin Gadol. He's showing the Rebbein that he's a Ben Bayes, he belongs here. According to Rebbe Every day of the year, the Kohen Gadol goes up the middle of the ramp. The Kohen Gadol, on Yom Kippur, takes the Kita in Zav, a golden vessel, and he draws water from the Kiyar, and that's how he does Kita Shudam Raglaim, whereas during the year, he goes directly from the Kiyar. It says in the Pazakhi, There are two Psukim that tell us that there are two Marachos, at least two Marachos according to everybody. The Marach Gdaila, where you throw all the Karbanas on, the big fire, on the Mizbech, Veish Mizbech, Tukabai. Is the Marach Shniah, that's where you get the calls for the Kitaris, there's no Shiloh. And everybody agrees that from the Pasuk, Veha Eish, the extra Vav, and Hey, teach us that on Yom Kippur there's a third fire to take the calls for the special Kitaris of Yom Kippur. However, according to Rabbi Yehuda, every day there's only two like these Pesukim. 
one for the Karbanis, one for Ketaris. And in Kippur, as we said, we add one more for Ketaris. Rabbi Yaisi says though, every day of the year there are three Marachas, three fires on top of the Mizbeach. The third one is for Kiyom Eish Maracha, in order for there to be fire, just in case the larger fire goes out, or is going out. And from the Pasuk that Rabbi Yaisi learns that there's a third one, Kiyom Eish, Rabbi Huda, who argues on Rabbi Yaisi and says there's only two fires, learns the idea of Hatzazaz al that when you light the splinters, you start off the fire, it should be on top of the Mizbeach, don't do it on the bottom of the floor of the Azon. Aaron is a Kayin, we know that. So the Akayin is very extra. So from here we learn that you need a Kayin who's kosher to start the fire, but he also has to be wearing the big day kuhuna, that's Kayin. Rita learns that it's also for Zara for Yisrael to stand on the bottom of the Azara and blow with a bellows and reach the top of the Mizbeach. You have to be on top of the Mizbeach. Rabbi Meir argues on everybody, on Rabbi Yossi and Yudah. He says, every day there are four fires. What's the extra fourth? That is if there are extra varim meat from the Karbanas, you put it on the fourth one. He learns it from the word ve'esh, the extra vav. Rabbanon who don't learn the extra esh, the extra vav, and they don't have the fourth ma'aracha. So what happens to the extra meat, the meat that didn't burn out completely? It wasn't consumed by the Mizbeach? Ala Mizbeach say chachamim, that you take the meat off the ma'aracha, every single morning we have to make a new ma'aracha, we have to put the wood, brand new wood, and what do you do with the meat? You put it on the side of the mizbech, there's no room, you put it on the kevesh, you put it on the soivev, you have to put it from halfway up the mizbech and on, otherwise there's a problem of lina. If you take the meat off the mizbech, it's, it le- was left overnight and it becomes puzzle, so you don't want it to become puzzle, so you leave it on the mizbech, but it has to be from the halfway up point. Remeyer learns that only Ikuli oila, these are parts of the oila that fly off the mizbech. You put back on the mizbech, but you don't put back ikuli k'tayrus. If something k'tayrus flies off, you don't put that back. The calls of the k'tayrus, and after Shimon and Sadik was nifter, and you have to light the menorah from somewhere, you light it from the mizbech. It's the mizbech achitzon the outer mizbech. How do we know? Because it says eish tamid. Eish tamid is the menorah that always lights. Tukadal mizbech loy sichbe. That there should be a constant fire on the outer mizbeach. The coals of the machta that are in the shovel also from the outer mizbeach. Why? Because it says milifnei Hashem from with in front of Hashem. In other words, there's some of the mizbeach that's in front of Hashem, facing the opening of the kodesh gadashim, and some of it not. The western side is facing the kodesh gadashim, some not. So it teaches us that he's supposed to take the coals from the part of the mizbeach that's facing the Kodesh Kedashim. In other words, part of the western side of the Mizbech is facing the opening, part of it is hidden. You should take from the part that's actually facing. But if you don't take from that part, the Pasuk tells us, Al Mizbech, it's okay, you took it from the Mizbech, and you're Yaitza. Have a wonderful day.